welcome, welcome, welcome to the Back Porch Conjure. I am E5 Bale. Let me greet you. Grab a seat, cop a squat, get a pillow, a chair. Hell, sit right here on the stoop next to me. Get you something cold and drink some water, some tea, some coffee, some juice. Hell, it's, it's 3 o'clock somewhere. Get your drink on. Because sometimes we need that. Now, I can't drink. But if you need, this might be the episode to say, fuck this. This is a lot. Tea ain't going to cover it. Coffee ain't going to do it. I need something cold. I need something to, huh, some Hennessy or some Duce or shit, a rum and coke. Like, I need some jit. Fuck it. This is a moonshine conversation. <laughs> First of all, I want to shout out to everyone that supports and give beautiful feedback, even the negative feedback, because I, I even get those too. Don't get it twisted. I got people to say, oh, I don't even know why you talking. Oh, you ramble. All you do is rant. I overlook that. Like, I get some negative feedback. Don't, don't get it twisted. But it's all done in love. I give thanks. Whether you like me or hate me, guess what you did? You listen. So at the end of the day, it's funny to me. It is funny to me if you don't like it or if you do like it. If it resonates with you, if it don't, you tune in. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the listen. Thank you for the support. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I love my haters. They are my greatest motivators. They are my my uh, people that share my podcast for real. Oh, you got to listen to this crazy bitch. And they listen. So thank you. Thank you. Y'all are my biggest motivators, my biggest supporters. Thank you. I appreciate you. The haters truly appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I want to talk about a few things. So get your drink on. It might, it's going to be a little strong. Um, we, especially people that starting out on their journey of spirituality, they tend to forget that these are regular people with a title. They forget that they are human, their humanity. They forget that they have flaws, triggers, and traumas. They forget that they too once started out in the same journey. And they forget that most people worship a title. And I'm, I want to get deep down into it so you will understand. The other day, someone sent me uh, a post of a young lady getting violated, essayed. And the, the person that did it, it has been shouted from the rooftops it has been said so many times over the course of three years you know and maybe even before then it has been and you can google this person's name and it's gonna come up all of the negative stuff now unless you lived in the third world country where they don't have social media or the internet then yeah i can i can give you a pass for that but i'm not giving a pass when people go oh my god i didn't know and then later on it's oh i heard something about it but i just didn't believe it because you know he he talks a good game or she's she's so good 
wouldn't care if you and me grew up together. I wouldn't care if me and you were the best of friends, 50 grand and all. At some point, I am not in your fucking body or your mind. I don't know what you may be capable of doing. My mother used to always say, and I used to laugh at that, but then I understand. When they used to be like, you know what your kids did? She'd be like, nope. I sure don't, but tell me, because most likely it, they could have did it. And they used to be like, well, why you don't, she said, because I'm not with them 24 hours of a day. So when somebody asked me, you know what, and my mother was sitting there, she, they said, you know what your parents do? I said, no, I don't, because I'm not with them 24 hours a day. I don't know what her and my father might be doing. They might be cutting up the, the mailman in the basement. I don't know. I'm at school or I'm outside. I don't know what they're capable of doing while they're in their house. So I don't say that I know someone a thousand percent. I know how they are in front of me. I know what they're capable of doing in front of me. Now, once they leave my presence, I don't know what they liable to do. And that's real talk. But to have you to, because someone has a spiritual title, and I was having this conversation yesterday because someone has a, a spiritual title or they have a big following or they speak something that resonates with you. Well, never, I don't care who you are, if my child, my sister, my daughter is going somewhere, I'm calling, I'm checking, or I'm going. I don't trust you like that. Nah, player. No, I don't care who you are. No, we're going to FaceTime me. How we doing? You're going to call me. We're we going to see. We ain't doing that. Not no, 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 no. You know, and it's, it's crazy because the first thing I always hear is, I didn't know. So you didn't hear of all of the things or did you ask? Or you just went blindly following behind someone? And let me tell you, I used to be like that. I used to blindly follow people. Oh, my God. I blindly follow people. Nah, you know, because they're talking and it's resonating with me. And I learned, man, so many lessons that I just don't know. I see how you are in front of me. Now, what you're doing, capable of doing behind me, I don't know. I don't. Now, I'm not just going to up and believe all the bad about somebody. No, because... You got to vet it and find out for yourself. You have to do homework. You know what's so amazing is, though, in the spiritual community, people don't vet people. People don't ask questions. People don't, you know, watch and wait and see. But let it be a dude or let it be some woman or let it be something that we want to purchase. Oh, we going we gonna to check on that. We're going to do some research. We're going to do all that. But when it comes to spirituality, we just take people as they are. And it's sad because just because you're spiritual don't mean that you are not prone to these horrible acts that have been shown. The same way in churches. I can't believe the pastor do that. I can't. He a man at the end of the day. She's a woman at the end of the day. She's human. A title you can't take. My old boss, John Cornett, used to say that. What are you going to do with a title? You can take that to the bank and pay your mortgage. Can you take that title and get you a car? Can you take that title and get you? No, you can't do nothing. A title is just what it is, a title. That's all. And if it's not being used properly and you're not doing nothing to honor that title, then it's just a name. That's it. But we tend to, 
you know, put faith and hope in the wrong things. We do. We don't put faith in ourselves no more. We lost that. We put faith in other people. Oh, I believe in them. I, no, you lying. I remember when growing up, they asked who was my mentors, who did I look up to. I said my parents. Everybody else in class was saying whatever rapper or whatever person that was there. I said my mother and father. My teacher looked at me, Miss Jacobs. She said, you can't choose your mother and father. Why? That's my first example. I know you lying. And then the next person I'm going to look up to is myself. Call me egotistical, arrogant, whatever. I'm my own cheerleader. I will cheer for me. I'm going to bet on me because I'm a surefire bet. So no, nah, uh-uh. I will respect you. I will see the good that I see that you portray to me and I will salute that. If I see that you're trying and that you're out there really doing, I'm going to applaud you. And if I truly love you, I'm going to ask which way can I pour into you to help you up on your journey. Even if I don't fuck with you, I know how to clap from my table and keep you over there on yours. Now, if you are accused or you're doing something or your moves now have changed and you're doing some questionable things, if we cool, I'm going to call you and say, hey, what's up? What's going on? If I love you and I care for you. But if not, I know how to block, delete, unfollow, and keep it going because that ain't my, that's not my territory, right? If you're posting something on social media and you're like, share this, I want everyone to know, okay, and we share it, and then you get mad, then on your post you said share it. So what, what is it that you want to do? This is why you have to make sure that first you, you are in good standing. You are doing what you need to do. Perfect your lane. Get to know you. Stand on your square. If someone was to bring a child or someone to me, I want the parents right next to me. I'm not that person to, and I have grandkids. And I used to always say, whether I was initiated or not, <clears throat> excuse me, that if they have to do a ceremony, I'm going in there. I don't know y'all like that. I don't live with y'all. I'm standing right there next to my kid. No, baby, we're not doing that. Oh, I got it. No, I got it. Oh, well, you can't be there. Well, they can't neither. And I love my godmother for that. My godmother, I remember they were they were crowning a kid, a little girl. My godmother made the mother stand. She stood in front so they she couldn't see the uh, Sopatas and the Arisha. But she definitely had that mother standing there. This your baby. You stand here. We can't do nothing without the mother's blessing. So, no, you stand here. She said, if anybody got a problem, take it up with me. Because I'm a mother, too. I'm a mother first before I'm anything. And I don't know all of y'all. Yeah, y'all working this and y'all doing what needs to be done. But I don't know what's in y'all head or whatever. And y'all mess around and touch a child inappropriately. No. And then it also can work twofold. We don't know what's going on in their house. This this mother or father or whoever could be touching this kid and try to blame it on us. No, I want all parties involved. We right here. We're going to save this child and bless the parents as well. And now we're going to move on. How's that? Because it should be like that. No one should be like, oh, well, I'm going to trust you enough to sit you around my kids. Didn't y'all see what happened with R. Kelly and all them people? For a coin? For a dollar? And then you also got to look at people about their morals and their principles and what they stand on and believe on. Yeah, I understand a hungry dog do eat alone. That's true. But on the flip side of that, because it is true, a hungry dog 
eats alone. Get your own meal. Sit there. I don't need to share. That's great. But then you also got to remember a hungry dog accepts anything from anybody. Fuck around and get poisoned. We also have to be mindful. Everything and all money is not good money. Sometimes that can be your bail money. Sometimes that can be your casket money. Not for a coin. I'm not selling my children, my morals, my principles for a dollar. A dollar. We ain't that thirsty, y'all. We not. If you got faith in what you believe in and what follows you and what protects you and heals you, then you should have faith enough to know that they're going to make sure you're good at the end of the day. But we forget that part. And we will go. Half of these predators had help from women and men because they know they can't go out and target a lot of these people because their name has been put out there. But they get help from these people for a coin, a dollar. No one should be sitting there letting your child, your daughter, your cousin, your niece, your nephew, because they rape boys too. And some of these women are predators. So you can't just trust people off the back because they have a following or they say something that resonate with you. I know you're fucking lying. And how many times somebody asked me, well, Ifa Bayo, what can we do? Well, one, keep the public aware. Let people know. Listen. Ask questions. Stop being this. I just want to follow and I'm not going to say nothing. You have a voice. Speak up. If something don't feel right, say something. If you feel out of place, say something. And if those people don't say nothing, don't go to social media and drag them first. Go to the authorities. Do you know how many predators are getting away because people get so scared of going to the authorities. Now, I get it. I understand. I've seen how the authorities make the victim into the victim for real. Like, what were you wearing? And the questions and all of that. This is where your strength and your strength of your sisterhood and your family and your support stand with you. I understand you're going through a traumatic phase. You are, but they have people in place. Stop listening to these fucking Facebook scholars. Oh, if I was you, I wouldn't go to the police because they're going to make you. No, they have. Do you know they have rape counselors there to help you navigate through these processes? Because we, this is all new. It's traumatic. If it never happened to you, you don't know how to bounce back. Most people get angry. They start self-sabotaging um, themselves. They start putting, inflicting pain on themselves. It's a lot that goes into that. That's why they have counselors on site. But guess what? If you don't do it and you get intimidated, now your fear supersedes everything. And the first thing people are going to say is, oh, well, no one's going to listen. No. I need you all to start going through to the authorities, pressing charges. Yes, you're going to have to relive it. Take a friend, a trusted ally. Take someone. You can even request, is there a counselor here? And they will find one and bring them so you can sit down and have that conversation. But you know what? People allow their fears and they allow social media to dictate. And that is wrong. Oh, well, if you was drunk, the police going to blame you. No. No means no. I don't care if you walking down the street, bone butt fucking naked. No means no. 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 
But we get to this fear, and then the first thing we want to do is hit social media. Oh, so social media is not going to help you. Let me tell y'all something. 80% of the people that follow you follow the predator that you are accusing. That's one. Two is people rather hear you have a fucked up life before they salute you and applaud you to having a good life. It's social media. Yeah, that's good. Make the public aware. But your first duty and your first obligation is to go to the local authorities. Get a rape kit. Go through all of that, but make sure you have someone with you. You're, you're not the, the bad one here. I understand it is. It's traumatic. It is. Trust me. I know it is. And it's even more horrible when a person that is well-respected in the community or well-liked or they have all these followers because, you know, the amen choir. They for real. They, 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 I, that's why I don't pay attention to the Amen Choir. I'm a beast when it comes to the Amen Choir. The amen Choir don't bother me because I, I don't have no poise. I don't. Because, see, people will quick to follow you, follow the person you accuse of, and they like to be in people's inbox going back and forth. I destroy the messenger, too. I don't just go for that person. I destroy the messenger, too. That's why people tread lightly with me. I'm for real. They created this beast. For real. And I am really unbothered about how people think, say, feel about me. Because your perception of me, how, how is that uh, making me any better or any worse? I, I give zero fucks. Real talk. That's why I employ my haters. One hater, I sent him a cash app. Thank you for uh, uh, looking out. Because without you talking about me, I wouldn't have got these coins. So thank you. I'm not sitting there, listen, in real life, if you throw a rock at every dog that bark, you will never make it on your destination or your journey. I'm not going to sit and go word for word with someone that doesn't live right here in my area, in my community, that lives somewhere in another state. Your perception of me is not, it have nothing to do with me. Now, the most I can do is educate and shout from the world to have y'all thinking to have y'all know defensive magic is real, to protect yourselves, protect your loved ones, and to not sell your fucking soul for a dollar or for a like, or you want to go viral, or you want to be so so this great I am. No, that what, make it make sense, Lloyd. You know, people are quick to ask me, well, if I babe, if you've been doing this so long, why you don't have a big following? I perfected my lane. I got my own little, my little area right there that I carved out. And I'm grateful for the people that come in, the people that visit, the people that support, the people that show love, the people that pour into me, because I, in turn, do the same thing. But what I'm not going to do is go and worry about somebody else's lane. Ain't got shit to do with me. And I understand a few of y'all say, oh, when you be ranting and stuff and you go off. No, no, no. It all goes together. And I'm grateful. And one person really did. She was like, you know, I be listening to you and you be ranting and stuff. And the first thing I asked was, so how's your podcast going? I don't have one. Listen, if you didn't go out and do something or you're not following your destiny, don't put your fears on someone else. It all works together. When I sit and talk and tell you experiences and I say side note and I'm coming back in, I'm letting you know the bottom line is 
protect yourself. Not everything is meant for you. If I tell you something cool and it resonates with you, great. Take that feeling and go and create your stuff. But just don't allow me to have access to your whole life to where people can manipulate you. Not every pastor is great. Not every spiritual person believes in you. Not every person that is smiling in your face is a friend. And not every room is secure. They got vents. So everything you say, you could be fucking projecting to the world. That's why I tell people, stand on what you say. Your best friend may have a best friend that don't like you. How about that? And they can't wait to hear all the fucked up things about you. Let me tell y'all. <clears throat> I, was, I was doing a, a live and this person got on. And... You know, they was like, oh, my God, I love you, Ephi Bell. You so great. Oh, my goodness. And then come to find out, this person is so cool with a person that tried to come for my character. And I'm like, okay, let me watch. Everything I posted, because that person was blocked. Everything I posted, that person would share. That wasn't the problem, right? Because I wanted... I, I don't do petty. So everything I post, that person would share. And then that person would hit me up and be like, hey, you know, how's everything? How's your help? Now, mind you, they never hit me up, right? Never. Now that they got on the live, now all of a sudden, they, you know, I heard you don't speak to this one. Now you ask a personal question. So I had to, I sat back and I had to ask them, what part of any conversation or what part of anything that I do should you have privilege or access to? Oh, no, I thought I was cool with you because, you know, you're so... No, 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 no. I know you lying. Well, because, you know, I, I'm really, like, trying to, you know, figure out why you and such and such because she said the person's name. Why y'all not speaking? Why does that have anything to do with you? No, because, you know, I'm just thinking, no. Why does that have anything to do with you? Were you there when me and this person had a disagreement? Were you there when me and this person had anything going on? Were you there? No, no. So then what makes it think? Or what do you think? Or why would you think that you would be privileged to that information? Because one of two things. Either you're coming over here for them or you're being messy. And neither one is accepted over here in this, in this lane. Now, I don't know what that other person do, but I'm saying in this lane. Oh, okay, then, you know, I, I see that you're blocked because I, I don't even need that. Blocked by, <laughs> take it up somewhere else, blocked. I, I'm not. I am not going to sit and deal with the crazy, the, the, the messy, the back and forth. No. If, once again, if... You say something that resonates with me. Wow, I'm going to take that energy that I got from those words. Because maybe spirit needed me to hear that. Or maybe it was a confirmation. I'm not looking at the messenger. I'm looking at the message that was portrayed to me. The person in itself is just a person. The spirit could have used them to get that message. It did not say anywhere where, oh my God, I have to be friends with the messenger. Me and the messenger, we got it. I got to be good, good girlfriends with them. No, I just got the message. Now I'm moving on. That's it. That's all. But y'all just take that and 
Oh my goodness, it's great. Show appreciation. Oh my God, that's great. Oh, E5A, no, that's nice. If someone says something, it's good. Okay, thank you for the message. Thank you. Okay, now I'm moving on. But that doesn't mean that, oh my God, I'm going to come. I'm going to be with you. I'm going to sit with you. Oh my goodness, I'm going to open my whole life to you. I'm going to give you my bank access. I'm going to do that. Why? For what? You don't know these people. Why? And the sad part is, we'll follow. Or we'll hype up someone we just met on social media. But someone that could be in our own community saying the same thing. Someone that can be in our family that's doing the same thing. We won't support them. We'll look for outside sources instead of worrying about the resources we have available right here in front of us. But once again, you still use caution. I don't care if they're my brothers, my sisters, whoever. I'm still going to use caution. That spirit of discernment is real. We cannot just openly allow ourselves to keep on being a victim. We have to stand up. Ask about people. Yes, I understand. Oh, you know, people love, people do this. That's true. But if 14 women say, and they're all from different spaces of the earth, and they go, no, this is what happened. No, this is what happened. And all their stories are the same. Then there's a problem. People, they don't really, what I've, I've noticed is people worship titles. People worship likes. People worship following. If you, I, let me tell you, I used to work in the Botanica, right? And this chick, Amy, <laughs> oh my God, people were following this lady. Man, they were following her. She was, she was the great I am. So this was her story, right? She told a client that Yemaya took her under the water in the um, Congo forest. Or, you know, she took her under the water and kept her for seven days. And she goes up to the mountains every year and she has to go under the water for seven days. So my first question was, is this bitch a mermaid? <laughs> right? She made a, a pack with Ursula. <laughs> she got feet. And now she going back into the water. Like, tell me, tell me, tell me. Right? So then I'm laughing. And then they, they changed it because now, right, real talk, when I was there, people people love when you are ignorant, right? So let me, let me just start with that. People love when you are ignorant. Because I can't make these stories up. So nobody questioned her. Everybody believed it, right? Because... She was the child of Yemaya, and she went under the water for seven days, and she came back, and she came back with the message to the world. So, there was no Santeros working there. There was nobody initiated. So, everybody followed this lady. Everybody. Like, she was the it girl. Now, a real Santero that's crowned Yemaya comes in and starts working. Now, she's intimidated, right? And she's asking him questions because now she needs to change her story. I tell you no lie. Now, the person didn't give her the answer she wanted. He would tell her who Yemaya was. She got angry. She, you know, then she, she couldn't say he, was, he wasn't crowned because he really was. He had God kids and everything. So instead, 
when she found out that he was in Palo, she started telling people, Paleros eat babies. Don't have your kids around them. Playing on people's fears, right? So, I never forget this shit. So, when she was standing there and she was saying how your money, I took her under the water. Now, I've got my beads. I'm learning. And I'm like, how you get under the water? Now, I'm asking questions, right? So, then she's looking. She see the beads. You know, I'm saying who my godparents are, and, you know, who they crowned. And now she's looking at me and she slams her, her books down and she goes, I can't work here because the energy is off and she needs to leave because she is bringing bad mojo here. I started laughing. When people started asking questions, she would just either tell them or start speaking in all these crazy dialects that didn't make sense. And then when people started waking up and reading and started educating themselves and asking questions, she became angry. So then she thought, well, I won't be here. I'm not coming in. Didn't stop. Now you got readers on site. Now you have people coming in. So there was someone crowned Oya. There was Ibai because he passed away. There was someone crowned Yemaya. And then there's someone that's learning, right? Learning about the Orisha, but still reading cards. That had years under their belt of reading cards. So now she's angry and she's not coming in. But people are still getting help. People are still getting service, you know. So the store owner is not missing a beat. Matter of fact, he's growing. So now she has to tell everybody that, you know, make up these lies and all of that. And all we did was laugh. We laughed. We didn't argue with her. We didn't. Now, we would, you had a palero that was really there, and he was feeding his pots. She was calling the ASBCA and saying that we was killing animals in the shop. And, I mean, it was a lot. And it was funny because a dollar, like, all she wanted was the coin. That was it. She didn't care. She was feet. She had these people in the ocean while they were bleeding, drinking beer, saying this is how they connect with your by y'all. And they was paying five hundred dollars to go to the ocean, and they had to be bleeding. And she was. They was drinking beers. And I'm like, y'all are getting ready to get your lives handed to y'all on a platter. For real. I mean, she would rent out the vans on Jamaica Avenue, and these people were paying $500. She had maybe about a good 15 people, and they were paying $500 to go out to Far Rockaway in the evening and drink beers and stand in the water. And I was sitting there like, and I remember asking Angel and them like, how are these people so easily manipulated and they are just giving their hard-earned money? And Angel said, because she plays on people's fears. And people, are, they see a title, they see a following, they see a like, they don't question. He was like, you, you're questioning. And that's intimidation to a lot of people. And when they don't know the answer or they're fakes and phonies, they get angry. And then the first thing they want to do is, you know, try to destroy your character or, you know, want to fight you or do something crazy. Because when you boil it all down, you're playing with their money. You're taking away their money because 
they're sitting out here getting paid off of people and their ignorance or they refuse to learn. And people don't want to do the work. They want microwave religion. That's what I call it. Microwave religion. I want the titles and I want the following and I want to be able to be the seer, but I don't want to do the work and I don't want to learn. No, just give it to me. I throw money at you and you just give it to me. And you will. Listen, Barnum and Bailey Circus made that uh, line go viral. There's a sucker born every minute. So as long as I know I can pay for it, I can get it. I don't need to work. It was a young man that took all his money because he didn't want to go through the white and he left his godfather. The godfather was mad cool too. I remember meeting him and he wanted him to learn, to learn about himself, to be a good father. He had a kid and his wife was pregnant, but instead he thought being a t having a title would give him power. And his godfather was trying to show him. So he took all this money and paid it to this dude. And this dude gave him a bunch of beads and a spray can. Never forget, go away evil. And told him to stand on the corner and he'll be crying all y'all. So I'm walking down Jamaica Avenue. I'll never forget this shit. He's standing there, follow the wind, I say. And I'm standing, everybody's, you know, he was right there on the corner where Old Navy is. 160. <laughs> in Jamaica Avenue. So everybody's looking at him, right? They think he's crazy. He got all these mananzas on, all these um, beads on all of them, the big beads. And I'm like, standing there, and I'm like, yo, what you doing? I'm calling on my crown because I'm initiated. I'm getting initiated. Watch out. I said, boy, if you don't get your ass off this corner for the police come and take your ass and beat you up. He was like, nah, I paid. So he's telling me the story. And when I saw his godfather, I remember telling him, hey, you need to check on your guy. He was like, oh, he left me. And I was like, no, I need help. He gave this man all his money. Because he had a following. And he left the godfather. But it was the godfather that saved him. Because his child was born. He didn't have no money to get his bring his child home from the hospital. Or none of that. But he, he didn't want to do the work. He didn't want to learn. He wanted the microwave religion. And he paid a very big price of getting a spray can and a bunch of beads. And still didn't have a title because he played on his fears and his phobias and he played on his desires of what he wanted and he offered it to him and he made it seem like it was so beautiful and what he wanted. And in reality, it was really a can, a, lit, a garbage can lid with shit on it. And he just dressed it up and sprayed it with a little bit of perfume. And that was it. But we tend to overlook all of that because, you know, you know how many people that I've seen where yesterday, Monday, they were trying to learn. Now, Tuesday and Wednesday, they the great I am. Now, they, they are world famous. They're world renowned. And they're dealing with their own traumas and triggers and all of that. I get it. I get it. We all want to be those soothsayers. We all want to be like Grandma and them and Miss Mamie and them to help everybody. I get that. I get that. But you got to remember, Miss Mamie and them stayed in prayer. Miss Mamie and them stayed, they they were grounded and rooted in something that they believed in wholeheartedly. Their faith was beyond anything that we can comprehend in this day of now. And sometimes Miss Mamie and them didn't have two nickels to run to rub together, but they made sure they went down there and did what they had to do. 
because it wasn't about money. It was what they calling called for them for, if you can understand that. My mother and all of them were dream interpreters. We didn't have lights. We didn't have uh, all those beautiful things that we should have had. But my mother had faith beyond anybody I ever known. First thing she'll say is, I ain't worrying about it. My mama and them going to take care of it. And I used to be sitting there, well, they part of the light company because I hope they come. And it, I, I'm not mad at them because somebody would come in and say, hey, you give me $20, I turn those lights on. Shit. I remember one time the light company came and they took our meter. They took it that Monday, right? And he was like, we taking the meter. And i never forget Mr. Hunt. I don't know what the fuck he did. God bless the dead because he passed away. He said, good, let him take the meter, Barbara. Let him take it. She said, you ain't going to never turn the lights. He said, I got you. He ran whatever he did because this nigga was amazing, right? And... He ran whatever he ran. And for a whole year, my mother and them ain't pay a light bill. We had lights over the whole house. For real. I don't know what his ass did. Never thing. All right? Mr. Hunt, God bless the dead. I don't know who this man was. We never knew his backstory. But he brought a house. He stood for what he stood for. And he came in when it was necessary. Mind his business. Mind his business. Joe Hunt. Now, he had a brother that was a pimp. They were two opposites. Whatever Mr. Hunt did, it had something to do with engineering and building houses or whatever the case may be. Now, his brother, he was a pimp. He had holes and everything. But Mr. Hunt, he did. He mind his business. and He growled at you. He, you know, you say, hey, Mr. Hunt, Okay, that's how you say hi. You keep it going. But I remember one time when somebody was bothering God bless his dad. It was Compton in him. And that nigga came outside with a machete. That taught me a valuable lesson that day. Don't judge a book by its cover. Because you don't know what that person is capable of, who they are. No, we just saw him as Mr. Hunt. You know, if something was needed or if something was needed with your lights or something electronical or whatever, that nigga come, you throw him a couple of dollars and he'll fix it. But that was it. He had his own house. He minded his business the whole nine. He growled at you. That was it. But when they came to fuck with him, he came out with a big machete. Big black dude, too. Came out with a big machete. Man, everybody ran. They ran. They, they wasn't thugged out. You know, that's why I always say, everybody crazy until crazy walk through the door. I learned that lesson, man. I was 10 years old and I learned that lesson. And I took that as an example. You don't know what people in their mind, uh-uh, don't do it. But back to the back to it. At the end of the day, y'all, we can't just allow people to have so much access to our life. We cannot just start trusting people where we leave our children, our sisters, no matter what the age is, unattended. It is okay to ask questions. It is not something that you should fear. It is not something that you should be like, oh, I want to ask, but I'm scared. No, open your mouth. There's no such thing as a dumb question. It is dumb people scared to say something. It is okay to ask a fucking question. If they don't have the answer, that is a red flag. Go the opposite way. Run. Run. 
run. Now, yeah, no one's going to tell you what's going to happen behind the curtain when you're getting initiated, but it is okay to ask them, well, how's your experience been? Or how did it change your life? Or what is your goals or future um, endeavors? What are you planning on doing? What is the outcome? What are we doing here? Or how can you help me help myself? How can you make me self-efficient? It is okay to have a conversation. And if someone says something that you don't readily agree with, you can either ask them, maybe can they kind of explain it more in detail, or maybe you took it out of context, or maybe they couldn't explain it the way it is. And if it's offensive to you, it is okay to move on. They are not your judge and jury. But what we will not do and what we will stop doing is allowing people to bully you, allowing people to uh, get you drunk and take advantage. That's another thing, y'all. I get it. We all want to party. We all want to have a great time with one another when we meet these spiritual people or our mentors and all of that. There's no way that you should be partying, getting drunk just by yourself. Oh, my spirits got me. They do. And they teach you common sense, too. Nah, we not doing that. I don't care how long you knew someone. You know how easy it is for somebody to pass something on your drink? Or, or no, come on, y'all. Come on. Oh, but I'm hanging with my godfather, and then when we getting drunk, and then the next thing you know, I can't believe this. They raped me. They did this. They violated me. Where was your protection? Where was your friends at? But this is my godparent. Yeah, but be mindful. At the end of the day, there's still people. They are still people. Stop confusing a title with people's problems, triggers, and traumas. And their fucked up ways. Stop. Because we are really leaving ourselves unprotected. Just because you went in the lion's den and he didn't bite you on Monday. Don't think it's going to be the same Tuesday. And when y'all here, let me just say this before I, you know, really get into. When you hear that someone is doing some horrible, horrific things to people, how dare y'all think, well, it never happened to me. Just because my house is on fire doesn't mean that your house can't burn. I keep telling y'all, this village, you can't just say, well, I'm protecting my kids or I'm protecting my guard kids. Your guard kids hang with people that could be getting taken advantage of. So guess who they're going to prey on next? Y'all got to stop with that mentality. Oh, I'm only protecting mine. It's a community. We protect each other. We look out for each other. This solo shit and these people that sit there and say, because it aggravates me when I hear it. Oh, I'll deal with people. You don't understand. I'll deal with the spiritual community. Then who the fuck are you helping? Air? Yeah? I don't deal with people. I don't like people. But you a healer. So who you healing? Air? Yeah? Who, who you healing? Who are you? Come on. The spiritual community does nothing to y'all people. Y'all don't want to access them and you don't want to be a part of it because they also are the mirror. 
The community is also the mirror. They reflect back to you the bullshit you do. So hold yourself accountable. The spiritual community don't do anything wrong. They're there as a support, as a network. Yo, how's this person? How Yo, you know, is this person really crowned? You can't ask the people character, but are they crowned? Are they legit? No. Well, let me find out. The one thing I will say about my god sister, Janet, I will say this. Janet has this thing that, real talk, I, I will say this. I would never take that away from her. Janet has this part of her that she don't have a problem with picking up the phone saying, hold on, let me check. Hey, such and such, is this this? Or hey, is this right? Or hey, do you know if this person is? And it's great because... We all need to start doing that instead of living off our traumas and our triggers. Oh, I saw this before. No, uh-uh. Stop. And then you want to spread it to everybody else. I'm going to always say the spiritual community is nothing wrong with the spiritual community. It's not. First of all, you don't know everybody in the spiritual community. You only seem to focus on the bad things, the bad ones, the bad people that's doing that. Oh, we all know them. We can say their names. We know how to pull up their fucking resume. But how about the ones that are doing positive things, the ones that are doing great things, the ones that are out there really helping, the ones that don't have social media, the ones that don't be bothered with all of the messiness and the politics no, we got things to do. We are out here doing what we were called to do, help people. But instead, we worry about the ones that do the crazy fuck shit. That's what our day consists of. What's the mess that we can get involved in? And then it fucks up your nervous system, fucks up your day, do all of that. Why? 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 Sometimes it's better to just take a backseat. But once again, I'm going to always shout it out. Counseling, seek help. Don't put yourself in situations that you already know is unsafe. Stop giving access to all these people just because you see them on social media. No. Social media is just like television. It's there for entertainment. Real talk. People will say some great things. People will say some fucked up things. It is up to you to decide and discern what benefits you, what pours into you. Because every table, every video, every podcast, all of it, even mine. If you don't agree with mine, move on. It's okay. I'm not here to persuade you to come and just follow only me. No. No, some shit don't resonate with people. Some things I don't resonate with, and I'm cool with that. I am not here to be your alpha and omega, your beginning and end. No. Remember this, y'all. The hand that brings you to the river may not be the hand that washed you. My job might just to be putting you on a, on a journey to where you can begin. My job might be, yo, she spoke about this. Let me keep this in the back burner. Let me put this in my file for future uh, problems or obstacles I may go through. That's it. That's all. At the end of the day, I'm just sharing my experience of the shit that I went through. So you at least know that out there, it's a world full of people that don't think like you. Everybody wasn't raised like you. Some people have some dark past. And they hide behind spirituality. 
It ain't the whole spiritual community. Some people mask their stuff and hide it behind spirituality. Y'all learn. Tata Campo. No, he wasn't a rapist. I'm not, I'm never gonna say that. But he lied. He wasn't a Tata. He wasn't initiated. He lied. He made up the whole story. And everybody said, oh, I can't believe it. Yes, because we become so gullible. We worship a title. We worship what people got instead of looking at people as they are in front of us. No, and we don't want to ask questions. How did it come out? Someone asked them, what's your Rama? Who scratched you? Where did they get, where did they come from? What is your path in? And he couldn't answer it. He couldn't. He could not answer it. People will hear stories and live. I met a dude that lived some, it was this dude named Jose. He would listen to Angel's stories about his experiences as being initiated and being a child of Yemaya. He shared those stories where you would think it was his life until Angel came. And this is how we all put it together. Angel knew of a God sister that she was supposed to be crowned Yemaya. And she said, no, Yemaya is ugly. I don't want Yemaya to be my crown. I want Oshun. She's beautiful. Right? And he was saying the story of how, and the reason why the conversation came about, because, you know, people were all sitting there like, no, I want this Arisha. And he was like, listen, that's not how this works. So he told them the story of his God sister on how she said she didn't want Yemaya. Yemaya was ugly and she wanted Oshun. So when she came and they had a drumming, Yamaya came down and said, no, give her to Oshun. She doesn't want me, give her to Oshun. And Oshun said, yeah, I'll take you, but you won't get no blessings. You'll be closed in everything, right? And when she got crowned, she was closed in everything. Wasn't a lie. So we're in the Coliseum. Right when you walk in, you look to the left side of you, there was the jewelry place. Then you had the little popcorn and they made the bread and uh, the shrimp. That was the sister that was crowned that and her path was closed. Angel said, this is her. And he was talking to her and everything. They were speaking in Spanish. And she was like, yeah, yeah. And they was talking about, you know, uh, future God, I mean, past God children, you know, how they was at the houses and the drummings and all that. And I met this lady. That she was the one that he said, no, this is how. He said, look, small world. And she was right there putting the popcorn in the little thing in the Coliseum. She was working there. And he was like, wow. He said, Yemaya had promised her so many blessings, so many, but she didn't want her. So she lost all of that. And he was like, at one time she was getting money. She had dudes that was loving her. And now she's here serving popcorn. He was like, so let this be a lesson to you. And I was so grateful. But then I, we were sitting down in the Coliseum, I mean, in Gertrude Mall, and I was like, but Angel, you're saying this, and I met her, but this is how Jose was saying. Like, this was his life. And he was like, well, where's, ask him, where's the person? And it was, it was just really, really crazy. It really was. It was. So... So it was, it was, it was crazy. It was. So you have to be mindful, vet people, 
ask people, let people who know, like say something, but do not put yourself in situations where you are able to become a victim, sitting there getting drunk with people. Make sure you have somebody that's there with you to watch your back. Do not just go in people's rooms. Do not give people access to you. Be fucking vigilant. Don't just sit there because someone has a title and a following that it is okay and that yo, I trust them and you don't even know them. You don't, even if you do know them, no, no, no. We got to start doing better, y'all. We do. We got to start doing better. I'm for real. Let's please be mindful. Please. Not everybody that go to church is a Christian. And definitely not everybody claims to be spiritual is spiritual. Some people are predators hiding behind a fucking title. Please stop worshiping a title. Stop looking at people's followings and thinking that they are the Alpha and Omega. You want to believe in somebody, believe in yourself, believe in the creator, believe in your ancestors. That's who you believe in. Pour more into you instead of pouring into other people. I have a God sister that, you know, when people say, oh my God, I love you. She doesn't say that. She said, I love me and now I love you. She always brings her love back to her. She puts herself first. If y'all didn't hear anything, the Course in Miracles, the line of Zion, everybody said, your cup has to be full. Anything that goes outside of the cup, I can give to the world. But if I have to sacrifice what's in my cup for you, then you are a thief and a liar. I should not have to put myself in a predicament where I have to sacrifice and I have to go without so you can have. No, it doesn't work that way. My cup is full and so is yours. Remember that, y'all. I love y'all. Stay diligent and catch me tonight. I'm back. I miss y'all. I'm back. That little vacation was really good. Now I'm back. And, you know, I started doing morning yoga. I'm taking vitamins. I'm really going through this soft girl, perfecting my health and all of that because it is time. It is time, y'all. It is time. And, y'all, 2024 is right around the corner. We want to make sure we're stepping into that. Just being a complete human being. It's not just about good character. What's the use of you having all of this and you're not first making sure you're good? We can't, there's no more operating on 40% of a battery. We are at 100%, y'all. We got to deal with mentally, physically, spiritually, environmentally, and financially. We need to get it all intact, all in alignment, not half. There's no more half. We ain't half doing shit. We are 100%. So we have to work on ourselves, okay? I love y'all. And know that December 31st, a chick will be retired from doing cards. Reading cards. I will be retired from reading cards. I'll be retired from reading cards December 31st. 29 years of reading cards. Baby, it's a long time. And I'm grateful. I'm still going to be spiritual. I'm still going to do my stuff, but won't be doing readings. So. And definitely have books on Amazon. You can feel free to buy them workbooks. Uh, definitely my gather around the table, you know, a conjure spell book. Get into it. Hey, I love y'all. Catch me tonight on Facebook. I love you.